Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to the Husker Half Hour. It's Ben and Elijah. You can say your own name. Go ahead, Elijah. And uh, Elijah. Thanks. I'm used to recording these by myself. <laughs> uh, this week on the Husker Half Hour, we've got a half and half episode for you. Half game review from Wisconsin, half mailbag. This is not because we're lazy. It's because we have questions that we need, need to answer. And we have so much time for three episodes, but we're condensing it down to two because we value your, your time. time. That sounded nice. Let's craft hour. Let's do it. Well, first off, Elijah, we were both together for the game this week. That was fun, but it just so happened to be that we were wait, at... Wait, wait, wait. Oh. Really fast. Did you just get the cold intro and the show open? Okay, fine. You do thought... the... No, you got it. Beep, Go beep. for it. Rewind it. Go ahead. What was re- Rewind the... Husker Half Hour, guys. We're going to talk about the Wisconsin game, so let's get right into that. Ben and I actually watched the Wisconsin game together this week. Wow. How about that, Ben? Where'd you come from? Where'd you get that from? <laughs> Yeah, we we watched it together, but we watched it on your phone at a wedding that we were both at. So mm-hmm. uh, we're now those guys. Yeah, uh, Ben was actually my date. We had a lovely time. Yeah, um, we're I, together. No, now. no, no. Shut mm-hmm. up. You were my date. I wasn't your date. You were my plus plus one. Ben, what? Love you. Love you. Love you too, man. Thanks for. <laughs> we took photos in a photo booth together. It's kind of official. Yeah. And then you can take a photo of the photo and put it on your Instagram story. Cause that's trendy to do now. I didn't do it, but with I, me in the I, background, like smiling at it, you know. Anywho, um, so we watched it. We watched it at the wedding. We missed a lot of it. I went back and and watched some film. Did you go back and watch? I went back bit? and watched the full game in forty minutes. Yeah, that um, was nice. Yeah, I love whoever does that. Um, he's the unsung hero of Husker Nation. Yep, it allowed <laughs> me to go back and watch the game in forty minutes. How convenient is that? That's like um, dinner time or like pooping. For 40 minutes? Well, <laughs> yeah, what do you some, got going on? Some, some, what are you some eating? <laughs> that's how I use my time at work. I just go and, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. Boss makes a dollar, you make a dime, so you poop, poop on, on company time. On, on, the, on your boss. Poop on your boss. <laughs> yep. So, anyway, we went back and watched some films, so don't worry. We are informed. Um, and Elijah's been talking about it all week on Hill Varsity, so perfect. Um, Elijah, let's talk about that game. What if, What is the storyline of this season, dude? I feel like it's just all over the place. It was so it was so encouraging to watch the well, not even. It looked really good, and then and then we had a kickoff that they returned for a touchdown. Well, we, we, what, look, what looking ahead a little bit, it could be the story of the miraculous way we turned around and made a bowl game. We have a question about that. We'll we'll get to that a little later. Yeah, and um, that's our big question. We kind of want to answer in that uh, that mailbag segment. But that it's reasonable still. Maryland is a team that. Started the year off hot, you know, mm. struggled a lot recently, has struggled to hold any offense in check whatsoever. Um, but Nebraska struggled on the road ever since Scott Frost has taken over. Right. So it, it could be a real dogfight just to not Michael Vick style, like a <laughs> um, 
more like a maybe a, a wolf fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds cool. A wolf fight. Alpha wolf. Because I don't like. I don't want to be like you know, like your your dog fighting. That's sad. Let's let's and get tragic. back to talking about the game, Elijah. <laughs> um. Anyway, that game could be a a bit of a dog fight. We'll get that a little later. Yeah, we also have another episode coming up. So, but another game which was a dog fight was Nebraska and Wisconsin. And I think that's an encouraging sign for Nebraska fans. That it seemed like the Nebraska team had fight on Saturday. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think they like a pretty fun game going back and watching it and uh, really thinking through some talking points. I'd say encouraging and the way that I the way that I envisioned Nebraska playing against Ohio State at like the beginning of the year, if you were to ask me what I wanted the Ohio State game to look like this year, going into the season after after summer camp, uh, would be the way that we played Wisconsin this week. Losing the game, but having some encouraging things coming out of it. And obviously that's not how Ohio state went. Um, but Elijah, this, this Wisconsin game, give us some pros. What do you think of, uh, some stuff you saw that looked encouraging? Well, almost 500 yards of offense. Yep. Um, that's incredible. Uh, on the flip side of that, you also have the stat that we only put up. What, how many points total we put up? I should know that 20, not enough. Three. We, had, we had three total touchdowns, uh, which is definitely not enough. And, uh, we actually outgained Wisconsin, though. Um, we put up well, 21, yeah, three, three touchdowns on the dot. 21. So that's encouraging that we did put up 500 yards of offense and we outgained Wisconsin, but it never seemed like we outgained Wisconsin. It never seemed like we were the better team because Wisconsin clearly was the better team. Right. Um, Defensively, I think we did a good job limiting big plays. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Uh, aside from the kickoff return touchdown, that was a huge play. Uh, we kind of kept Jonathan Taylor in checks, not the right word. He still rushed for 200 yards, but that was a lot of 10 and 15 yard runs as opposed to 40 and 50 yard runs, which is cool. It it didn't feel as bad. Also, how much did he play in the second half? How much did they, most of the, most of the second half? I mean, he was still on the last drive to to ice it whenever we couldn't convert on fourth down the goal line. Um, that's the story of the offense. We'll get into that. But defensively, aside from some poor tackling, I think generally the defense did a pretty good job. Well, also, um, the, you, you can't allow 37 do, points. They, yeah, they didn't do enough, it, right? Like, we need to be in a place. Obviously, this game looked a little better where offensively and defensively. We had some highlights, but the defense going into future seasons, the offense is going to score. The defense can allow points in the Big Ten, but not that many. Like, I, I appreciate that there's blame to be had from both the offense and the defense for this game because it's felt like so many games get to the end and go, well, the defense is getting beat at the the, the point of attack or the offense could barely march up and down the field. Mm-hmm. So it, it's nice that we could actually have equal blame to go around. Every, yeah. Everyone's got good things that they, mm-hmm. they did in the game and a lot of things to learn from as well. you got to blame the defense more than the offense though, right? Um. Yes. But no, mm-hmm. because this Nebraska offense under Scott Frost is built to put up 35 points a game. Right. And allowing 37 to Wisconsin, you're close. It's still more than you'd like to allow. Um, but they did get off the field at times. They got the ball back for their offense. Uh, they were put in some bad positions with uh, the offense turning the ball over. Um, but the hallmark of a good defense um, is getting off the field whenever your offense has put you in a, in a bad position to, to limit it to a field goal instead of a touchdown. Right. So defense can do that. Also offense should have had at least two more touchdowns on the board. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Is, is it the defense's fault? No. Is it the offense's fault? No. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that's actually an encouraging sign that yeah. there is there is positives and negatives on both sides of the ball. Well, you also got to talk about how well Adrian Martinez played in this game. Um, gutsy. He's yeah. gutsy. The kid's been obviously playing through an injury all year. Uh, Scott touched on that in the post-game press conference as mm-hmm. well as the Monday presser. Uh, he kind of confirmed that, yeah, Adrian's been going through some stuff this year. I've heard rumor of turf though, Yeah, we, maybe? we mentioned that last week on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't want to speculate. I'm sure we'll hear a little bit more uh, after the season. But... That, that was a, a tough, gutsy performance. Yeah. And uh, I also want to highlight the performance of Diedrich Mills as well. I feel like Diedrich Mills also, with that, um, the offensive line, I think zone blocking was pretty good throughout the whole game. Um, I think Diedrich Mills did a good job finding holes and running hard through those. Question, though, Elijah, mm-hmm. um, how many of those big gains that Diedrich Mills had, how many of them would have been touchdowns with Wando Robinson at running back? I don't want to even speculate about that mm-hmm. because I think I'd rather I'd much rather just look at Dietrich Mills and say he played with his hair on fire. Mm-hmm. I don't want to play the what if game. Oh, would Juan Dale have scored this? Well, Juan Dale may not even hit the right hole. Right. You, you assume he would, but Dietrich Mills did a really good job lowering his head, getting through contact, breaking tackles with power as opposed to uh, missing guys. Yeah. So let's just focus on him as a runner rather than what yeah. could have been. Well, I, I think that would have been an awesome one-two punch. And I think Diedrich Mills kind of solidified that he can be a workhorse in this offense. The only thing uh, that I will say is that he waned in the second half. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had about, I think, 16 carries in the first half and only seven in the yeah, second well, half. Yeah, well, they just didn't feed him the ball, yeah. Which happens whenever you get down. Mm-hmm. Um, but to put up almost 200 yards rushing... Matching Jonathan Taylor is is a, a testament to Dedrick Mills and also the offensive line. Yeah, that was a benefit of Divine Zigbo last year. Um, somebody that you could have in in a running package, but also in a passing package. You could have him out in the flat as a as a passing threat, where it seems like, for the most part, we were subbing Dedrick Mills off the field in, in passing situations. Um, <clears throat> so, dang, wish that we would have had him on the field a little more in the second half. Um, Scott Frost play calling, speaking of which, Elijah, uh, I felt like there was some some boldness especially even just like the first first two or three drives obviously um that looked productive uh we capitalized off the defense getting a turnover and that's what this, the offense is supposed to do yeah the defense is supposed to turn the ball over and we went out and took an early seven nothing lead because we the offense is able to capitalize on a turnover and that's a huge positive that the offense can see this short field and instead of saying well we can get 20 yards and just get a field goal we said let's go down and score points mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I, i'll take positives in that it's a really good Wisconsin team that came to town and that's a Wisconsin team that is, I think in any other year in the big 10 going to win the West and has a good shot to win the the big 10 title game. Mm-hmm. Ohio state's just a buzzsaw right now. Um, but that's a really good team in Nebraska. I think pushed them to the limit, maybe stretching it a little bit, but they pushed that Wisconsin team and they didn't make it easy on that Wisconsin team. Mm-hmm. And I think that Wisconsin team knows, Hey, next year it's going to be another, another battle to go beat this Nebraska team. Fingers crossed. Fingers mm-hmm. crossed. Um, but we can start looking at some negatives to the game. Yeah. Um, and for sure. one of those is obviously tackling. Mm-hmm. Tackling was uh, bad. There's improvement from the Mike Riley years. Um, in the Mike Riley years, I think you saw a lot of guys missing tackles at the line of scrimmage, well, especially just look at Wisconsin, Two three years ago, let's just rewind to the way the way offense or rewind to the way that defensively or offensively Wisconsin could just run mm-hmm. all over us. I it, think. it felt like in previous years, either 
the Wisconsin back, which for the past couple years has been Jonathan Taylor, would either make it through the hole, go untouched 15 yards, mm -hmm. and then break it, his first tackle 15 yards past the line of scrimmage and go for 40. Right. Or it would be he'd get to the line of scrimmage, you'd think he'd be bottled up one missed tackle, and he'd go for eight yards. Right. Which I felt like uh, Nebraska did a good job. Whenever they did get their hands on Jonathan Taylor at the line of scrimmage, they got him down pretty well. Mm -hmm. It was once he broke through that first level and made it one-on-one -on -one with a safety, a cornerback, uh, an outside linebacker, he broke that tackle really well, and he made a lot of five-yard gains into 15-yard gains. Sure. And and that's what's what you got to eliminate. And you always hear the term leaky yardage. That that game was very leaky in that there could have been a lot of a lot of times Jonathan Taylor was stopped for five yards, and instead he wiggled out of it, goes for 15. Mm -hmm. And those are huge plays that I think can turn the tide of a game and can keep that Wisconsin offense a little more in check. For sure. Um <clears throat> Can't talk about negatives without talking about that kick return for a touchdown. Huge. Uh, That's momentum. I mean, it went from Nebraska's jumped out to Wisconsin to 10 seconds off the clock, mm -hmm. and Wisconsin's tied it back up. Yep. Nebraska's got their offense back on the back field. Back to square one. Back, yeah. Right back to square one. So that was killer. Um, special teams play has usually been decent for Nebraska this year, um, but that was a... Well, yeah. High kick into the wind. Hung a long time. He received it at the, what, the five-yard line? I, I should say Nebraska's special teams has been decent. With the circumstances they've been dealt this year. Sure. Um, but that was a killer at a bad time. and Horrible time. <laughs> horrible time. I mean, Wisconsin went and reeled off. Um, what, they went up. No, because we, we, we scored the next touchdown as well, right? And we're up 14. 14, and then they reeled off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, it's just so many issues in that game. Is We were so close. Yeah. Inconsistent. We, we, we could have done more. We should have done more. Right. And... I mean, now the team's got to turn their sights to uh, to Maryland, but I think there's a lot they can go back and watch and film and say, if we come out with that same intensity, we should be able to beat Maryland. We should be able to give yeah. Iowa a run at home in the last week of the season. Especially offensively. I think a lot of <clears throat> good feelings for me after the game. Offensive the line offense. should be very proud. The offensive line, I know, has been criticized, to put it mildly, mm -hmm. um, this year. And I, I think they did a really good job stepping up. Uh, they've kind of learned where their strengths are, where their weaknesses are. Mm -hmm. um, they're not a team that's going to push you five yards into the defensive backfield, they're going to be, they got to, you know, work their angles, uh, kind of pin guys a little more and uh, let the guys work themselves out of the play. And if you go back and watch the, uh, the offensive line play from the Wisconsin game, it was a lot of that. It was a lot of letting that guy work himself. Oh, that guy wants to over pursue. Let's keep him pursuing even further. Open up a bigger hole for Diedrich. I think they, they did a good job doing that. Mm -hmm. And uh, pass protection was a little shaky at times, yeah. um, but there's still positives in it and that Adrian had time to throw most of the game. Yeah. And when he didn't have a lot of time to throw, I think he was pretty decisive in terms of, running he, he did a good job getting outside the pocket and yeah. uh, throwing the ball away. There was that one exception, the 20 yard sack. Yeah. Um, that was killer. But aside from that, Adrian did a pretty good job breaking contain. Um, whenever there was a, a threat to him in the pocket. He did a pretty also, good job keeping his eyes downfield, breaking contain. You could tell he still was a little antsy to run. Yeah. Or not antsy to run, sorry. He was a little hesitant to run. Uh, a little antsy but to also when he did, out. I felt like a lot of times ended up getting us another three to five yards, which I'll take that, you mm -hmm. know. I'll, I'll praise Adrian's decision-making aside from, again, the one big mistake. I think it's easy to harp on that. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's much better just to just ignore that because you see him times and make that same play. If you go back and watch it, he did it last year in the Iowa game to uh, – to get the two point conversion to force over or to, to tie the game up mm -hmm. was that he did that same thing against one of the best defensive ends in the big 10 AJ Epinesa. Mm -hmm. And he broke contain him with that little stiff arm and found Cade Warner in the back of the end zone. Same play this time. Uh, Jack Cohen or not Jack Cohen. Yeah. Jack Cohen takes a better angle, um, drags him down 20 yards into in the offensive backfield. And it's, 
killer, to say the least. Mm. Um, while we talk about negatives, I don't know if this is necessarily... Hmm. It's a negative in, in multiple ways, but looking at the way Wisconsin's outside linebackers played uh, in Orr and I don't remember the other guy's name. Um, Chris Orr, Jack Cohen? Mm-hmm. Um, just, oh, no, Jack Cohen's the quarterback. What am I? I don't know. I don't remember his name. Oh, uh, give me five seconds. Let me let me run through my database of do, Wisconsin do, players do, 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 in my head. Do, do, do. Zach Bond. Zach Bond. Jack, I, I don't know why. Cohen's the quarterback. I apologize, all you Huskerhaft Hour listeners. You're so ill-informed. That's my bad. Yeah, I've tried you. to put the game behind me, if you can't tell. Come on, man. Um, but just the way that their outside linebackers uh, wreaked havoc in our backfield, brought them on blitz packages. Um, so negatives in terms of us being able to pick up the blitz, but also negatives looking at our defense and saying, man, I wish we had some guys like that. Those guys are studs. Um, and... I don't know. Yeah, just the negative of what our, our defense could be with the right personnel. Um, oh, a positive we didn't talk about was that recruiting on Saturday mm-hmm. was good to get some get some recruits in, um, see the culture, see the field. We got a commitment from an Iowa lineman. Yes, um, uh, big boy. Yep. Big boy. Uh, I think he needs to kind of learn how to, to hold his weight well. Yeah, he's a junior still in high school. Still, still a junior. I think he's going to take some time to kind of – repurpose his weight uh, and make it a, a good offensive lineman in the Big Ten's weight. Yep. Um, but if you go watch his highlights, he he throws people around. Yeah. He he's he, like six five over three hundred. It's three twenty, I think. Mm. Big boy, very big boy. He's he's the kind of guy you kind of want in Nebraska because you think the strength program and the conditioning program here can get him into Dude, a beast. In Iowa high schools, he's got to pull chicks for sure. <laughs> Cheerleaders oh. are all over that six five three twenty. Yeah, Iowa girls love that. Mm-hmm. Eat that up, yeah, literally, because they're. Well, anyway, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to find a joke here. There's got to be a joke. Well, it's kind of like why they don't allow Iowa cheerleaders on the field, because they start grazing. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Yeah, one. yeah. Um, um, another guy we had a, a Miami commit uh, who decommitted after his official visit. Had a couple Florida State guys in town who are. Uh, maybe looking for a new home after Willie Taggart was fired. Mm-hmm. So big recruiting weekend. Uh, in addition, we had a lot of young guys that saw the field on Saturday. I know uh, Tuilodi, Tuilodi was very complimentary of Ty Robinson. He said Ty Robinson was of the guys, young guys got there, hadn't got much time, and he was most impressed by Ty Robinson. Uh, Finn Anderson saw the field. Go Knights. Um, we also saw Keen Green. Uh, got a lot of play time, uh, about 10 snaps, which is I say a lot of playtime, but compared to zero snaps, tends a lot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Tuioti is very complimentary of those guys. Uh, I think, as a whole, things are looking up for Nebraska football. Mm. Um, do you have any final thoughts on the game before we get into the mailbag, Ben? Uh, no, I think that. I think I left the game feeling feeling good, feeling encouraged going that, to that's Maryland. That's the best part, yeah, yeah, is that it's it was a loss. And losses suck, and Scott Frost said that losses suck, and he's tired of looking for silver linings. But that being said, there are a decent amount of silver linings to look at in this game and say, hey, um, Nebraska was improved. The effort was there. The physicality was there. Yeah. Part of that had to be my expect. Sorry for cutting you off. There was a self-belief there. Is the last thing I wanted to say. Yeah. Um, I think part of it had to be my expectations going into the game. <laughs> Husker Nation was very ready for that. Yeah, I think Husker, Husker Nation was very ready for worse than that. Uh, so I think overall – feeling feeling uh feeling good especially going into maryland can't wait to talk about that i think what did it say the percentage that we win the next two games and go to a bowl is it like a 
I think I saw a stat like thirty percent chance. Oh, it's low. Yeah, <laughs> but it's. I mean, it's just it's just tough to go win two games when you have to win. Um, and that gets me into my next question: Is Nebraska sitting at four and six? This is from anonymous. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- wouldn't disclose their location with well, us. They didn't yeah. want to be their exposed. Their location. Their name and location. Yeah, okay. yeah, we've kind of exposed a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, on this show. Kind of embarrassing. Yeah, very real people that have been exposed. Yep. Um, anonymous though sends in what? Anonymous asks: Nebraska sits at four and six. If Nebraska wins next week at Maryland, how big is that game against Iowa going to be? Mm-hmm. Good question, That's Anonymous. Question. Does sound kind of fun, doesn't it? <laughs> it and I, I don't think you can overlook Maryland, and I don't want the team to overlook Maryland. So let's start in with Maryland. We're going to have more on this on our Maryland preview. Yep. Still undecided when we're going to record that, but and when it's going to be posted. We'll, we'll get her up. She'll she'll get up eventually. That's what he said. <laughs> she calling it she? Never thought of my penis as a female. It's fine. Let's keep moving. Uh, Moving on from that one. Um. (laughs) So, Maryland. Got to look at that first before we're we're looking at Iowa. The best part is is that's going to be essentially a home ground for Nebraska. Mm -hmm. Um, Maryland does not not come to their own games well. And I don't think there's going to be a lot of Nebraska fans in Maryland, but Nebraska fans still might outnumber Maryland fans. In addition, this Maryland team is down on themselves. Um, They've been bad in conference play they had that one huge win against Syracuse way back when um that feels like an eternity ago now yeah um this is a down Maryland team you got to think Nebraska's got the advantage the only thing Maryland's really got going for here is that they're at home and uh they do have playmakers on offense Nebraska's away record is abysmal yes Um, one away win under Scott Frost yep one so uh I don't want to overlook Maryland they a lot of athletes on offense it's it might be a shootout. You got Maryland's going to be rotating in a couple quarterbacks. They like getting their athletes in the fields in a whole bunch of different ways. And Nebraska's yeah. got to be ready for that. Yeah. I think they will. I think Nebraska should be able to go into uh, college park, Maryland. I think that's the town sure. and, uh, and get the win. And then that sets up Iowa. How big is that Iowa game going to be? And it, I always hate that the biggest game of the year is played on black Friday. Whenever a lot of the students are out of town. A lot of a good majority of the students are going home for Thanksgiving break, mm-hmm. and the student section tends to be small for the Black Friday game. Used to be against Colorado, now against Iowa. Mm-hmm. So the fans will show up, um, aside from the student section, and I, I think that sucks because the student section brings a lot of energy to the game. But it will be a huge game for Nebraska. Yeah, lovely energy, lovely. I think good to have it back this year. I think people are excited, and uh, great to have it on that weekend for. I don't know. It's like a good tradition. It feels nice. It's a good good rivalry to have. Is it? When is it done on Thanksgiving for a bit? It's done on Black Friday. And then we transition to Minnesota on Black Friday. Something like that. And Which will end up being fun. Uh, uh, not the same as a as a that's across not, the border neighbor. That's but. not next year. That's the year after that, that transition. It's 2021 whenever we go to Ireland. Um, so thoughts on the game for Iowa? Uh, I think you made a good point, Elijah. Don't look ahead too much. Uh, let's let's take care of Maryland. We're the Iowa game's not going to feel the same if we're not playing for a bowl. Man, it'll be it's awesome. Pointless if it's yeah. not for a bowl. Yeah. If it is for a bowl, I think it could be as electric as that win against Michigan State last year. Um. Yeah. I know Mitch Sherman from the Athletic thinks it could be comparable to Miami the win. Uh, way back when we played Miami at home and got the win. There was the whole the banners up in the student section. Welcome to your worst nightmare. Still sick. Mm. Um. Uh, it could be as important, uh, big as that game because that game was huge for Nebraska way yeah. back when. This goes without saying, but if we lose one of either of these next two games, 
it affects the whole view on this entire season. Yes. It doesn't look like an, an improvement. It looks like stagnation. It doesn't look like we're taking a step in the right direction. Um, e- even looking at the record, we're going six and six. You know, uh, if you look at the record by itself, it doesn't look that great. Uh, but, a, but a six knowing and that six record sets you up for the chance for a big jump next year. Yeah, for sure. Especially with the extra, we've gone over this extra practice time, the feeling of going and competing for a bowl. I think if if we have the prep time going into a bowl, I love our chances. I don't mm-hmm. care who we're playing. I think if the I mean if the coaches and the players are all sold out for a bowl game, love our chances. Um, I mean, I think you can see what these coaches do with extra prep just from the Wisconsin game last week. Yeah. They got the extra bye week to go in there and, and game plan and get it ready. And they come out, I think, with a really good game plan, in my opinion. Um, and if it wasn't for some poor red zone execution, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess I should just say on the Wisconsin half of the field, it wasn't necessarily red zone. Uh, but then also some poor tackling. I mm-hmm. think Nebraska's in that game. Yeah. For sure. So a full month where guys, the young guys are getting extra practices, mm-hmm. I think you're going to be able to get some some – Guys who have been injured, Nick Henrich uh, could be back for the, a bowl game if we were to make that. Um, uh, Deontay Williams, uh, possibly. I doubt we'd burn the medical redshirt. For that. Uh, I don't. I, I'm yeah. not. I'm not sure how the medical redshirt works with playing in four games. I know you can play in a couple to begin the year, and he played in just the first One, game, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm not. I am not well versed on my on my medical redshirt. Yeah. Also, the depth at safety seems Fine. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Back to our point. Yeah. None of this is a conversation if we get blown out against Wisconsin, though, which brings us back to the point of there are silver linings, even though Scott Frost didn't love it, from Saturday that give us hope for, one, beating Maryland. I think if we got blown out by Wisconsin. And two, giving Iowa a run for their money. Yeah. Five and seven would be disappointed, disappointing, but it's different whenever – if it's a 35-32 game. Yeah. That math doesn't work out well. Yeah. But um, I'm not sure how you score 32 yeah, points in a football field well. But – not important. Um, let's think. No, it's that's not, not important. important. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, even just like the the home advantage is going to be lovely. It's going to be great. Home advantage is good. Yeah. It's Iowa. Yep. I hate Iowa. I think a lot of Nebraska fans hate Iowa. Mm-hmm. A five and six Nebraska team playing against Iowa with a chance to kind of end their season unhappy, but they obviously go to a bowl game because they won games this right, year. Right, right, that's right, very right. crucial. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but to, to send them home unhappy yeah. after losing them year oh, after year would be a lot Iowa of fun. Fans. I that'd hate Iowa. That'd be really fun. I hate Iowa. Yeah. I do. Oh, <laughs> I wish we played for a better trophy because they... It's, s- it's legitimately mm. just their, the essence of their state is something I, I that disgusts me. You know? Crossing the, crossing the border over there, it's just... <sighs> Everything about the colors, their their mascot, the way that the 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 crusty old coach, it's everything <laughs> about old it. Coach, parents. <laughs> everything about it's just yeah, they uh, it's wrong. They are probably my least favorite team in the Big Ten. Uh, let's let's think. There's a lot of teams I hate in the Big Ten because they always beat us. Yeah. Um, it's reached a point where I can't even be like reasonably mad at a team. I'm just mad at them because they beat us. Give I hate time. I hate Give Minnesota. I hate Ohio State. I hate Wisconsin. Yeah. I hate Michigan. I hate Iowa. Yeah. I hate that I respect Minnesota, and I hate that I was rooting for them last Saturday. I was rooting for Minnesota. Well, so the point? I was like, they they beat us. You might as well just go. Run yeah, the just table. go, just run it. Yeah, <laughs> just do it. Again. Beat Iowa. I hate Iowa more than I hate you. Yep. Um. Anyway, they didn't do it. Uh, I, I'd like Iowa ruined Minnesota season. I'd like to come to town, and we're not going to ruin their season, but it'd be fun to beat them. Yeah. Last thought before we go is we do that have final big question, Elijah. That you said at the beginning of the the show that we had a big mail-in question. That was the answer. big mail-in question. No, it wasn't. 
That was not what you said at the beginning of the show. At the beginning of the show, you said, I don't remember what you said. Should we rewind? Well, no, you have the physical mail right in front of you, right? Right? Did you lose it? Oh my gosh, you lost it. Good, oh, good to talk I'm to you guys. <laughs> so sorry, we totally lost your mail. But I do have another a little final, follow-up question, thought, yeah. which is Nebraska got its first Nebraska basketball, I should say, got its first win against Woo! South Dakota State yeah, last week. Elijah. Um, yeah. are, are things looking up? Yes, I say I don't know. <laughs> it's basketball. Yeah, uh, we had a good shooting night. That kind of shows what Nebraska yeah, can do. If South Dakota State comes into that game with a really good offense, we shut them down. Sorry, I'm running out of time, running into my no, hard time living here. I hate being a Nebraska fan sometimes, dude. It's just all it takes is one win, and all of a sudden I'm just like, great! Let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's let's go. go. Yeah. We're good again. I'm literally like a dog is what it's like. Nebraska plays Southern on Friday. Don't even know who that is. Yeah. Um, Last time I said that was Southern Utah, and we lost. Mm-hmm. So don't even know who Southern is. Hey, man, felt good. It felt good. Make some shots. We'll win the game. That's, that could be Nebraska this season. I said mm-hmm. that about Nebraska in the season preview yeah. was it's going to be a lot of learning this year. Yeah. They're going to be fun to watch. They're going to be a team that no one really wants to play, but yeah. whenever we're playing bad, it's going to look bad. Give them some time to gel. I think that's that's key. How much better is South Dakota State than the other two teams we played? I think it's they're the best of the three. Uh, how much better? Unclear. They lost to the one Power 5 team they played in USC and now in Nebraska. Yeah. Um, so unclear. They did have a top 50 offense in the country according to Ken Palm, I believe. Um, so it's early in the season. It's kind of hard to tell, but I think that was a good win for Nebraska, especially to put up 90 points. Yeah. Give the, give the guys a little fun at the beginning of the season, a little bit of a jolt, a wake up call to rebound, literally just rebound. And, uh, we'll see if that, uh, gives some momentum going forward. Just, just feel good. Sometimes, sometimes basketball, all it is is a mental game, you know, just to be able to be out there. And I mean, they're over the shock of Pinnacle Bank Arena a little bit now. Um, they're ner- sh- ner- they've settled in. Nerves are a little, yeah. little less, less scattered now. Let's see if they can win the mental game. Mm-hmm. Well, we're at 30 minutes, Ben. Oh, I, I know we have so much more to talk no. about. That's all the time we have no. today. No, we'll be back tomorrow. Oh, okay. Back tomorrow with our Maryland preview. Yep. Uh, I know we touched on that a little bit. I didn't want to get into that too much because I don't want to spoil what we're going to say tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but join us for that tomorrow. Rip it up. Thanks for uh, tuning in to Husker Half Hour today. For Ben, I'm Elijah. Talk to you tomorrow.